and welcome to a very special edition of the movie podcast. My name is Shabazz and joining alongside me, my fellow possessed is Anthony. Anthony, how are you today? I'm doing well. I'm possessed by a really cool demon at the moment. Not like Daniel, who's still <laughs> really cool a really cool demon. Daniel's still possessed. He's still not part of this. Uh, He's still possessed. He should be back next yeah. week. But uh, yeah, I'm yeah, I'm I'm the guy who's possessing me. Chill, dude. Chill, dude. <laughs> Super chill, really cool guy. You know, he he knows he's he's asking permission. It's all consensual. You're just being possessed. Yeah, and you know, I let yeah, him in. That's weird. whatever. Oh, oh, that's okay. Life. <laughs> I got weird quickly. Uh, well, you know, again, like no one right now, no one in this world absolutely wants to talk to Daniel. So instead, we're gonna be talking about talk to me, and we had the chance to talk to. Danny and Michael Philippou. You might be like, Danny, oh, does that mean you talk to Daniel? No, of course not. No, Daniel is in the land of the dead again. He's, yeah. He's just, he doesn't want to come out. He's like, nah, guys, uh, I'll see you later. It's I'll, like vacation for me. Here. Also, he would never be a Danny. You know, he's not cool for a Danny. Nah, he's not, he's not a Danny. He's not, he's not a Danny. He's, nah. he's Daniel. Dead, I, dead I've Daniel. I've heard call him Dan. Uh, dead Daniel or just say Demon Daniel? No, I call him Dead Daniel. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, why are we laughing? That's horrible. He's going to be listening to this like, yeah, yeah. I'll see who's dead. And then if we die, you all know who did it. Yeah. It would be. That's him. It it's him. Daniel. 100%. Yeah. He killed us. Uh, but we had the amazing opportunity to chat with some really cool people, uh, two amazing directors you know they're, they're twins danny and michael Philippou, who directed talk to me if you haven't already checked out a review for that film you're doing yourself a huge disservice here because that review was really wicked and just like this movie it is a scary review no there's no scares in it i promise it's a very straightforward review but we had a great time talking about it anthony and we had a great time uh talking to these lovely gents they were actually in montreal when we were doing this uh, interview with them. So they were still on the Canadian side of things. It felt really good. Yeah. I'm just glad they didn't start fighting each other because I was watching interviews <laughs> of them beforehand and something that's really cool about them. Like they are twins, but they're, they're so alike, but they're also very <laughs> aggressive with one another and they work well off each other and they work well off each other. They will fight each other in the middle of an interview. They'll, throw each other, pretend punch, jump on each other. I'm glad that didn't happen. I was expect I was hoping, but then I'm like, oh, if the mics move out of the play placement and like what's the audio going to sound like? But uh no, they they're they're such they're great, man. They were so fun. They were cool dudes. I encourage you to go to their channel, watch interviews of them because they're so excited to be able to make films. I think that's the whole thing about them they're like yeah when we started youtube we really wanted to make movies but that was youtube was the outlet for us and now we're actually making films and that's just that's very inspirational very empowering to be able to do what you love and to share it with the world and just be the type of characters you are i think that's it says a lot yeah no i agree i think um i think they have just this energy that's very infectious and i think Sometimes if 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 you if you're not aware of it, it could be like, oh, they're they're a lot. But they they play within this boundary of like, oh, okay, if we're making you uncomfortable, we'll stop. But they're just so, so cool. They had this great vibe. They were really fun to talk to. I mean, again, check out their interviews. They're 
in ours, they luckily kept it. Well, I mean, not for luckily, but they, they kept it pretty chill. But in other interviews, man, they're definitely doing backflips. So definitely go ahead and check that out. Check out their YouTube channel if you haven't already. Raka Raka. Uh, they're huge. They have a lot of subscribers and like, I think billions of views or something. It's, it's insane. So uh, we had a great time talking about this movie. We had a great time watching this movie. And I don't want to take up too much time uh, because if you already don't know, we're at the movie podcast. You can follow us on every social media out there. Uh, you can join our Discord. You can talk to us about this interview. You can talk to us about this movie and whatever else you're doing. Uh, and hopefully, maybe one day, Danny and Michael will join our, our Discord as well and talk to us about these movies and all that they're doing. Uh, we had some really good conversations about also their future projects. So definitely stay tuned for that in the interview as well. Uh, but I don't want to take up too much time. Let's get over to Danny and Michael Philippou. Well, I'll start all over again then. Hi, Danny and Michael. How are you guys both doing today? We are the good. Way. <laughs> Thank you so much for taking your time with us today in the movie podcast. We absolutely love Talk To Me and we're still recovering from it. I will never shake anyone's hand again. Yeah. You, <laughs> you I want to have attention. Yeah, yeah. We hate yes. hands. <laughs> First question for both of you. The story feels real, raw, and personal. Where did this idea come from? I mean, there's so many different things that inspire different elements of it, but I remember there was these neighbors that we watched grow up, and uh, one of them was experimenting with drugs for the first time and was having a really negative reaction to the drug that he was taking. And he was on the floor convulsing, and all the kids that he was with were just filming him and laughing at him. Uh, I remember seeing that footage and it really sticking with me, and uh, a guy named Daley Pearson sent me a short film that was about kids that were having fun with possessions. It was like a comedy short. And uh, I grabbed that and I rewrote it and sort of inserted my own experiences and characters that I connected with. And once I started writing, I couldn't stop. It was just, uh, yeah. yeah, within like eight days or something, I had 80 pages of this script. Wow. And um, yeah, I, I sent it off to my co-writer, Bill Hinsman, and we started collaborating from there. That's amazing. Like uh, when we, the hand itself is scary alone. And the first thing we thought of was the monkey paw from Treehouse of Horrors from The Simpsons. And I'm like, <laughs> How did the, like, what, where did the hand come from and what's written on this hand? Yeah, yeah. We don't want to break down exactly what's written on the hand, but know that there's some clues about the history of the hand on it. Uh, and that we just wanted the hand to have a sort of a sense of history and to be desperate and reaching and uh, thematically throughout the first draft of the script before we even knew that we wanted the hand to be our horror object. Like hands and touch and, and human connection was all the way... Like, like subtextually all the way through the first draft of the script that it just felt right to be our object of horror. It felt like it'd been there the whole time. Very yeah. true. Uh, you know, what was it about Sophie Wilde that made you guys say, that's our Mia? The, the, the casting process, it was a blessing in disguise, but it went for two years. So we ended up casting for two years. It was difficult to find the people, but when we did, we knew from their auditions and... Sophie's just so authentic. It's a fly in here. <laughs> so, Sophie's just so authentic. And like we knew from her audition, she did an audition and then we sent her three other scenes that had three different emotions and she just nailed every single one. And like we knew from there. Like, it's so perfect. exciting to, to find someone that you know can carry the film. Uh, someone that like just automatically already has those chops. And uh, it feels so good to be part of presenting it to the world because we know that she's going to be a star. Like we oh, yeah. know it. Like she's so damn talented and she's such a beautiful person in real life as well. So yeah, she deserves everything, everything. Yeah, her phone is going to be ringing off the hook after yeah. this movie's out. <laughs> yeah, we hope so far. 
Now, practical effects really landed landed a hand, no pun intended, in developing an unsettling ambience. What was the process in creating such authentic scares? The so practical is what we've always been in love with ever since we were little kids. We'd always make stuff practically and do try to do our own blood effects and things like that. And through YouTube, we we're able to collaborate with talented, you know, prosthetics artists and makeup artists. So um, and stunt people as well. So. A lot of those people we brought in and uh, to be heads of departments of uh, of talk to me as well. So we really gave the makeup team and mega did the prosthetics time to make things look as as good as possible, as real as possible. There were some makeup uh, effects that took like six hours to apply, and we were under the gun with shooting, but we never, you know, we never took time away from prosthetics and makeup because it was very important to us. And our, our makeup bubble was so thick. We were so specific of what we wanted and everyone was so game and brought us to life it was yeah they were incredible and it and it and it brings this real presence to it as well because it's real so it, it's just like to act off of and to see on screen and and to to play through it's so it's so much more stronger than just saying oh we'll fix it in post Although we yeah. did fix things in post. We fixed things in post, <laughs> but as much as possible, we did real. Yeah, yeah. We always use the uh, VFX to like, help merge those practical elements and make them seamless. Yeah. Yeah, you could really tell that because everything just looked so, like you said, authentic. And I'm kind of wondering here, like, what is something that you really hope that people kind of take away from watching this movie? Man, I really just hope people want to watch it again. Like, I'd love to make a film that has like a rewatchability factor. And um, Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I, um, uh, yeah. To like connect to the characters in some way and have some sort of connection with the film. I, I uh, seeing yeah. the the way like the promotion of this film in all different countries and stuff has been awesome. Like all the different posters and and people making their own hands and things like that. It's like it's like heartwarming to see it be embraced this way. We're so yeah, so thankful. Are there any like particular friends or family you're really excited to show this movie to? I mean, everyone's seen it at this point. I think of our family and friends. I know that some friends have gone to see it four or five times now which is so crazy wow. and they're so supportive like uh, yeah our friends and family we love them to death but i think everyone's seen it by now <laughs> that's awesome that's amazing yeah you spoke about how your your father has been supportive of your ventures into filmmaking did any of that influence the writing of miranda otto's character sue well uh, sue was more based on our friends moms like there was like a bunch of those really cool moms that were really <laughs> they knew what was going on they knew yeah. what was going on you couldn't get a pass them and they didn't talk like a normal mom it felt like it felt like you know they were a step ahead the kids and they are uh, yeah uh, there was always those cool moms that you're like me sort of attaching yourself onto other families and i felt like I, I did that a bit as well when everyone was like oh my god oh this family's so cool oh this parent's so cool i, I would always sort of like Try and stay over. Yeah, you're that unwanted extra child. Yeah. Yes, that was me. <laughs> that kid that wouldn't go home. You know? <laughs> I, I was definitely the kid that wouldn't go home. <laughs> that, that's all good. I mean, at the end of the day, it did land you this movie, so it works out. Now, congratulations also on Street Fighter. We've spoken about the importance of practical effects, and we've seen your backyard wrestling videos. Is that something that you kind of want to incorporate into your version of that movie? Yeah, definitely. And we've worked with so many stunt guys and even through our videos, like we created rigs, stunt uh, wire rigs and things like that that hadn't been done before. And we had like coordinators and stuff from overseas, like ringing us up and like, well, you know, how'd you do that? All, all that sort of stuff. So, and there's a lot of ideas that we've got that we haven't implemented yet. The idea of getting like a Hollywood budget to pull off uh, action sequences our way, 
practically is very exciting. And especially with Street Fighter, which is a game we love. We love the lore. We love the characters. So the idea of uh, doing it justice and, and bringing it to a film in, in our style is very, very exciting. So exciting. Yeah. Well, I mean, no one was able to create, you know, a, a real atomic bomb. So we're going to be able to see you guys create a real Hadouken, I guess. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're working with Nolan on that as we speak. Yeah. And we're doing experiments right now. We're trying to turn someone into Blanca as well. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> well, guys, we can't wait to see it. And we're so thankful for your time. Thank you so much for, you know, creating this amazing movie. The ending has not left our minds and we can't wait for more people to see it. Thank you so much. Awesome. Thank you so much. Thank you. Speak soon. Take care, guys. Ciao. And we're back. Anthony, what do you think? How, how do you think that went? I'm Like I said, I'm glad they didn't fight each other, but I'm also glad they were able to express their love for this film and kind of dive into all the, all the behind-the-scenes things that you really want to know, especially with the practical effects. I, when, I, when I was watching this movie, I'm like, these guys must love that real practical effects. Like, horror is... When you involve CG in horror, it never works. When you have the practicality, even if it doesn't look good, it still looks good. You know, like when you have that practical effect yes. that just, oh, I know that's not real, but still it looks better than what I would normally get in a, yes. a CG like sequence. And they were so on top of being able to continue that and to to appreciate that and have that part of their movie because truthfully, the practicality of this movie is astonishing it's scary it's it feels very real um and even to the point where they had to create their own studio to do a lot of the the the, practi the practical effects and visual effects like these guys are very talented the first thing that comes comes to mind is like peter jackson peter jackson started weta and with that he he built lord of the rings and and you know had a, a huge um filmography and i cannot wait to see these two and what they have coming up, especially with Street Fighter. They were talking about how Street Fighter is... I don't even know what to expect with Street Fighter in terms of <laughs> the stunts and all that, but no, I'm no just idea. happy that it's in their hands. I cannot see this that movie not be good. This is not the yeah. Jean-Claude Van Damme version, you know? Like, this is going no. to be very, very good. So, yeah, I'm excited. Like, I'm glad that they were on our show. Yeah, me too. They have a great idea. And we, we, we talk about the practicality of this film. Like, the movie's budget, just under $5 million, insane. Definitely go watch this movie. Uh, and thank you so much for listening to our interview with them as well. I mean, they were they were so great, so much fun. Hopefully, we get to have them on the show again uh, when maybe Street Fighter comes out. Or who knows? Maybe just one day, they'll be like, yeah, we want to do the movie podcast again because those guys were super cool. Yeah. Uh, of course, you can go ahead and rate review us wherever we are you can join us on our discord channel as well you can follow us on any social media at the movie podcast the show notes down below 99 percent of the time uh plus one percent so 100 percent of the time they will have that information there so please go ahead and give that a read and please let us know how we're doing because i mean Feedback is always great, negative or positive. What is, we'll, we'll take Dale said, what, feedback. What does Daniel say? He says, oh, a light goes a long way or something like that. I He says a lot of things, but he's dead. Yeah. But a light does so, go a long way. So I like it. <laughs> it does. Uh, no, he's not wrong, though. Yeah. Uh, that's a quote from Dead Daniel. But uh, yeah. De <laughs> Demon, Demon Dead Daniel. Triple D's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Well, that was this time with the movie podcast. And we'll see you next. Yeah.